0: For every best in the world, salt of the earth, there has unfortunately been an underwhelming MMA crossover star, forgettable faction of jobbers, and a talented singles worker with an unexpected ceiling. And despite definitely claiming more hits than misses since setting sail in 2019, AEW couldn't stop this bunch from slipping through the popularity cracks. I'm Gareth from What Culture Wrestling, and here are 10 wrestlers AEW tried and failed to get over. Number 10, Andrade El Idolo, bursting onto the scene with an almighty whimper back in June 2021, a star fresh from a wholly demoralizing stint within the sports entertainment sphere was unveiled as the most recent All Elite signing by serial crowd popper Vicky Guerrero. While there might have actually been a world where this partnership could have bore fruit given the right care and attention, neither of those luxuries were afforded to the Mexican duo from the off, leading to an equally ill-received alliance with her nephew Chavo before long. A month later, Chavo was also out, and yet another the manager was soon called in by the name of Jose the Assistant. But this constant chopping and changing was at least distracting attention away from a bit of a lackluster early run of all elite in-ring performances. Outside of admittedly stellar efforts with Pac, thrown together multi-men bouts and a particularly weak debut against Matt Seidel butchered just about all the buzz that once surrounded Andrade. Even after burning Cody Rhodes and acting as the head of the now Andrade family office, the formidable talent seems more occupied with buying half the roster than competing against it, further establishing him as an afterthought in this rather bloated landscape. Number 9. The Hardy Family Office It's telling Matt Hardy took one look at the heelish set of goobas he'd assembled for well over a year, and quickly dusted off his 90s tag getup the moment his brother showed up. Fans could not help but digest the ever-beatable buffoons as little more than cannon fodder. So why bother investing your energy in a team as convoluted as it is useless in the ring, when you can simply be cheering on the Hardy Boys jumping through tables instead, sensing that to be the most profitable option, AEW 2 opted for the latter, and have since burdened the aforementioned Andrade with the task of making the average All Elite fan embrace the hardworking likes of The Butcher, The Blade, and The Bunny, and Private Party. Expect Tony Khan to continue putting the crew front and center whenever a more intriguing trio needs a gentle push. Number 8. Kip Sabian and Penelope Ford Not every name handed a contract by Tony Khan on day one has hit the ground a-running. Despite winning the first-ever singles AEW bout at double or nothing against Sammy Guevara, and eventually being thrown into a heelish partnership with real-life partner Penelope Ford. Any and all attempts to catapult the slimy Brit up the card have pretty much fallen flat up to this point. Sure, an alliance with Miro was solid at best, but a painful waste of God's favourite champion and its video game-obsessed worst. And it came as little real surprise to see TK distance the hulking badass from the newlyweds as quickly as possible post-backstage assault by Miro on Sabian. With Sabian thankfully being given time to recuperate from a shoulder injury in the wake of said attack, and Ford still struggling to make her presence known in an increasingly stacked women's division, it appears the pair's game could be on the verge of resetting once again before 2022 reaches its conclusion. Number 7. The Varsity Blondes The Land of All Elite can quite realistically confess to having the deepest tag team wrestling roster in North America, and perhaps even the world in this very moment, that a few of the greener and less adept units have had their numerous weaknesses somewhat exposed in recent times. While there's no doubt a ton of potential to be found within the Varsity Blonde's Griff Garrison and Brian Pillman Jr., in the two years since the team's summer 2020 inception, neither star has seriously taken a moment or high-profile match by the scruff of its neck, and given AEW's vocal audience something to remember them by. In fact, despite finding themselves with a ton of TV time, arguably the group's most notable achievement to date comes in the form of Pillman being bullied by MGF, and Julia Hart teasing a walk on the dark side with the House of Black. There's still time for the youngsters to come good, of course, but the first few bids to make the All Elite's next big tag thing have left a lot to be desired. Number 6. Brian Cage While not explicitly known for their over-reliance on mountains of meat bumping into each other for fans' enjoyment, many still felt that AEW's supremely talented roster were lacking an intimidating powerhouse force to put the rest of those damn super workers on notice. Enter the machine Brian Cage. It looked like a bit of a no-brainer move for Tony Khan coming into Double or Nothing 2020, and Wolverine's immediate aligning with Taz only added more spice to an already intriguing arrival. Yet, for all of the building and pushing as a serious force to be reckoned with. Whilst holding onto his FTW Championship, Cage's routine stumbling at the final hurdle eventually took its toll on those watching on. And his battle against Hangman Page at the event where he made his debut one year on sits as one of both men's finest. But AEW's lack of desire to hand Cage a substantial W ultimately left Cage's all elite reputation in tatters. Here's hoping his ro stint can reignite this machine. Number 5. Marco Stunt News of Marco Stunt departure from Tony Khan's company earlier this month, while admittedly unfortunate felt somewhat inevitable. Jumping back to those early days of The Land of All Elite suggested a different ending to this tale, however, as the Jurassic Express cheerleader frequently found himself being well-utilized as a high-flying compliment to Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus' innovative offense. Or a sack of meat to be pulverized by whatever indomitable heel needed a dominant victory over a plucky face. Dynamic beatings at the hands of Brody Lee and Lance Archer in 2020 likely sat a stunt's most eye-catching achievements within an all-elite ring, though, in all honesty. And as the talent level kept arising by the month in a deeply competitive AEW landscape, TK's attempts to keep stunts relevant as his go-to fun-sized underdog begun to fall flat towards the latter part of 2021. The writing was always on the wall for this energetic youngster. Number 4. Jake Hager Showing up as part of Chris Jericho's newly formed Inner Circle faction to close out AEW's first-ever Wednesday Night dynamad show, more than a few heads were turned at the mainstream re-emergence of the one-time Jack Swagger. Eager to wash away the stench of We The People and an ultimately lackluster run within Vinnie Mac's empire, AEW then set about presenting Jake Hager as a part-time MMA badass who could also be spotted genuinely busting heads in the Bellator cage during his spells away from the All Elite Squared Circle. And while the towering go-to muscle for Le Champion has been handled substantially better than he was in WWE, though that's not saying much, that still hasn't necessarily equated to the paying public giving much of a damn about the former World Heavyweight Champion. Whether due to his aforementioned MMA commitments, or TK's realisation that trying to make the largely dull Hager a bona fide singles force was always leading to a disappointing dead end. It's safe to assume the one-time swagger will remain slotted into Jericho's multi-man endeavours as an efficient silent enforcer for the foreseeable. Number 3. Sammy Guevara Sammy Guevara was gifted the opportunity to sit underneath the Chris Jericho learning tree, on the back of the wrestling legend witnessing him at an NWA show and noting, This guy is good, he looks like an asshole. Charming, Chris. The path was clear from there on out. Give the Spanish God the tools and experience he needed to take his place as the future of all elite wrestling. And upon departing and eventually returning to his in-ring family on the back of some clashes with the eventual turncoat MJF, Guevara's ascension to standalone babyface sensation was seemingly completed, with a crowd-popping TNT Championship victory over Miro in September. And the wheels started to come off. A game of TNT hot potato with Cody Rhodes would pave the way for the audience ultimately turning on the two-belt boasting an increasingly smug, crazy wrestler, despite AEW still clearly angling for him to fight the good fight. Real-life girlfriend Ty Conte rocking up at his side hasn't helped matters either, as yet more title tossing between himself and Scorpio Sky would result in fans growing equally tired of the over-affectionate twosome and the self-professed man of the hour. It's all a bit of a mess, really. And speaking of which, number 2, Scorpio Sky For what feels like an absolute age. Calls for Scorpio Sky to be handed the AEW singles ball to run with have been ringing out around the wrestling community. Even with the undoubted wants for the one-time SCU star to excel in the one-on-one arena though, things still haven't quite clicked for the reigning TNT champion, but it is not through lack of trying. After being handed the illustrious honour of being one half of the first ever AEW World Tag Team Champions, the undeniably talented worker would capture more headlines with a strong showing against then-AEW World Champion Chris Jericho. A face of the Revolution Ladder Match victory would follow, of course, but defeat in his subsequent TNT title match against Darby Allin derailed his momentum once more as his reputation as an all-elite nearly-man grew. Timing is everything in this industry, and it increasingly feels like Sky is destined to continue being the right man at the wrong time. With a recent organic face turn once again being squandered in favour of the Apple mentioned insistence on trying to keep the Guevara good guy project alive. Number 1. Abaddon Introduced on Dark as something of a wild card throughout 2020, the the unsettling presence of frightening newcomer Abaddon was enough to make just about everyone sit up and take notice of a women's division that was still finding its feet in the thick of the pandemic. Some attempts to double down on her ghoulish presentation on Dynamite, with the gory gal taking a gruesome bite out of then-AW Women's World Champion Hikaru Shida sitting as the most glaring misstep. Yet AW were determined to stick with the real-life Monica Bednell as their resident Big Bad Monster to overcome, as she picked up a string of victories on Dark throughout 2021, heading into a vital, but still losing effort against the hottest act in the division, Dr. Britt Baker, on Rampage in October. But away from relying on her to provide the cheap scares come Halloween season, TK's never-ending quest to build Abaddon into an all-conquering in-house zombie will continue to underwhelm for as long as he fails to provide her with an all-important win that doesn't go down on bloody YouTube. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well.